0: hello 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 my lovely friends how are we have you missed me i've missed you don't worry about it mind um there is probably over a thousand podcasts i've created along me along the way of my journey you will never be alone they will always be there so feel free to go back and listen to them so i want to share what i've been getting up to um i'm going to share the 50 50 Um, because life is 50-50 and the whole point of my journey is for you to know that you never be alone. Um, I did try and record this podcast once when I was trying to talk about my bad date experience. Um, I decided that I'm going to produce two podcasts um, for the 1st of October and the podcast about the bad date experience is a trigger warning podcast so I'm going to make that separate and then you can decide to listen to that um, if you want to. Um, you don't have to life is fifty fifty um but I just thought it would be better to separate it out because I mean it's so tough to talk about those subjects, and it is still you know quite raw um for me, so I was like, yeah,, whew, um Katie, come on, um, so how have I felt um not posting on social media for the first time in like four years? actually, amazing, I've deleted all my social media apps, I do not um go on them it's been really nice but i have noticed i am uh, i've been per my efforts elsewhere but it has been helping so um the bad date that will be in um another podcast i wasn't um raped or anything like that but i do want to share the experience because one i think it'd be very important if anyone's ever been in that that experience and they've been in shock um they'll know that, that they're not on their own and two um is hopefully will help people understand that stopping at no means no isn't isn't good enough, and it still would have impact on that person, so it is a learning experience okay um these podcasts are naturally going to be a bit longer because you know I haven't talked to you in so long we've got so much to catch up on, so get ready, get comfortable, and let's go right um so I want to talk about now n f t wins so I obviously you know I quit my job I saved up a lump sum of money to quit my job um and you know have a year off and everything like that and on my year off I wanted to relax in Asia be on a beach and then you know transitioned fully into being a trader but you know trading throughout the day I've been trading for over a year um year and a half now at end of day markets and it's not even about like your experience it's more about your attitude and your belief in yourself like I have complete faith and belief in myself and when I doubt myself I see my bank balance go down because naturally it does go down especially when you put your money into investments right it's gonna go down because you've moved it into an investment and it's no longer in your bank account and then I just remind myself I'm like hey come on this is this is for you. This is working for you. You now have, you know, your back. You feel your back is up against the wall. You're no longer as comfortable. This is where you shine. And you just have to remind yourself who you are. You have, have to have complete faith in yourself. And, you know, that's what really matters. So, yes. Um, so, four months ago, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk um, launched an NFT project called VFriends, check out Gary Vaynerchuk, he's one of my favourite people, that's why I post the way I do, um, and also, if you check on his blog, um, you've got to scroll down, because it's, like, four months ago blog, but it is really good if you ever want to get into the crypto space to understand, you know, the different type of wallets, um, how to buy, um, ETH, which is a cryptocurrency which you can use to buy nfts which are non-fungible tokens they tell you on there what the non-fungible tokens are and everything like that it's kind of like a digital piece of art but um, what Gary V did as well in the smart contract he tied it to um, assets in real life so I think that really you know helped humans see it and adapt to it so I would highly recommend checking them out uh, the blogs, he's got loads of podcasts, YouTube videos, um, NFT, if you're like, what the fuck is she talking about, It's still very new, so it would be a benefit to you to just even learn about it, because if you get to the game first, it would help you, and there are, like, obviously, like, a lot of, um, you know, people will naturally come into it, celebrities and stuff like that. And the first is always the best to have because I you think in like generations wherever, they will be the antiques of this world. That's the way I view it. So the first is always good. Um it doesn't you don't always have to buy them an ETH. Um Bitski um does it where you can buy them through credit cards. So people are trying to make it more normal so people feel more comfortable doing it. Um, so you can, you know, it will vary. Um, my V friend, I bought it, um, at 0.78 ETH at the time. Um, uh, one of them sold for, I think I bought it for like $3,300. Um, it's, one of them has sold, I have not sold my one, but one of them sold $61,000. I mean, wow. Um, I bought a Pooley because I obviously trust ivy but i didn't even buy his investment i just bought it um just to say thank you and to do, like show support towards this project um now i'm screwed because now i owe him again right and his long-term goal is to bring them to a million by the way um he is launching v friends 2 next year please do your research on all of this Um, for me Gary is a horse I will always back Um, I do intend to go into that um, pretty hard and put a lot of savings into that Um, and then obviously you can flip you know you can like sell one and everything like that Um, I will actually discuss um, that so what I've learned with um, NFTs when you buy them right when you buy one it's so hard because you don't want to let that go especially if you've um, really like the project um, so what I've learned now, the rule of two, but I mean, the rule of two is very high. Well, the rule of three is the best, but the rule of two, I mean, if you're on like a lower capital, cause then at least then if the project picks up and everything, you can sell it and then you can make your money back and all that type of stuff. Um, so yes, um, I would highly recommend Be Friends 2 next year. It'll be under a thousand dollars. Get ready. Do your research. Get saving on it. Okay. Anyhow, so here's my lessons learned with NFTs. Um, you need to have a plan, all right, or you will get addicted. Like, so for example, I've bought um these boss booties came out. I really adored the team. Um, I adored what they're doing. They're gonna be the first piece of NFT art on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, I didn't know about it, so I didn't buy it when it first released, so it would have been cheaper. I bought it on OpenSea. Uh, which is like um a secondary marketplace for NFTs um, and you know within a day the floor of them went went at from like 0.2 to 0.33 I mean it and in ETH terms so to you you're like well that don't sound like much in ETH if you convert ETH to like US dollar or um great british pound that is like you know quite a fucking lot and then you can get so addicted and then obviously if you keep watching it right you'll be like oh wow now it's gone back down to 0.3 why is it going to 0.3 have i lost that money blah 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 you know and you just run around like a headless fucking chicken and it's really bad so what you need to do when you buy anything anything you're right right i've bought this why did i buy it how much did it cost okay right what is my plan so my plan Um, for boss booties for example I know next year quarter one next year they are giving people with a boss booty a new um, boss booty version two token so I'm like okay I'm definitely keeping my two until next year when I get those two tokens and then I will consider at that point whether I want to flip one but note that the season the series one um, it's always the best because they're the original. So I may not even want to flip my first season, um, first series. I may want to flip my second series. And where have I learned all this information from? Um, obviously Gary V and he has got a great podcast. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk and Matt Kalish called Props and Drops. I would highly recommend checking them out. Um, it you know you don't have to get into the NFT world at all. I just thought you know tell you about it at least give you the opportunity v friends too is one of those projects that i would say is a guarantee but nothing is a guarantee guys so use another thing is only invest in what you're willing to lose so when you put that down you've got to be willing to lose it so obviously when i put my money down for a v friend i was willing to lose it because guy changed my life um so perhaps listen to all pump all that stuff into your brain um let him change your life and then you'll have such guilt that you have to buy one right it'll benefit you um okay and now you gotta do your own homework so for example on props and drops right Gary and Matt Kalish will talk about certain um you know certain projects and then it's up to you to decide look at the team and everything look at the roadmap because the thing is um you know, it can be a quick money grab and, like, a lot of the projects, yeah, they may go up, but at some point, you know, there'll be so much supply, right? Um, Not all projects will make it. It's like investing in a business, right? I mean, people are, like, handing over quite a bit of money to people and, you know, people may take it, but they may not take those characters long term. So, for me, like, for example, I've invested in Deadhead's um, but they've already got an animation series out, right? I mean they're going fully after it. So I, I bought two of them because I was like, Wow, I really like this team. But then you could have other teams coming out, right? Other like tokens coming up going, Oh yeah, we're gonna do an animated series. But are they? Are they gonna do it? You know, saying it on your roadmap and actually doing it are very different things, you know. So for me I like the doers and boss booties was a project that was doers, they already had a virtual summit, they had great speakers there, they're already in the New York Stock Exchange, and I just like the art, I liked the people, I was just like right I can see this, I like the benefits of having them, and each, so really do your homework, don't just be like oh well there's new things coming out, grab it, instead of, you know, like for me I'm a low risk, it's completely up to you, I mean I haven't moved that quickly, so I've learned a lot lessons learned, like it does feel like you've got to sprint in order to stand still, um, oh, and in order to save yourself money as well, try and find new latest projects like the team and everything like that, and then get them at Mint because if you buy them off OpenSea, it can be a bit more expensive. Okay, so that was a lot for you, but I hope you've just learned now to just do some homework on NFTs. Uh, Guy, these got a lot of great content. And I always think you need to trust the source, right? Because when you trade, you need to trade with certainty. So you have to trust your source. For me, I completely trust Gary. But I trust him to the point where he will give me the idea and I'll go off and do my own homework. I don't just like whatever he says. I'm not like, you know. Uh, okay. And the next then, um, I've got a new trading laptop, right? So my laptop, um, what I would recommend, if you're not too precious like me, Um, I bought a Dell laptop. Dell itself has an outlet. So what does that mean? They are actual Dell laptops that Dell sells, which are secondhand, but they are refurbished by Dell. They may have, you know, have a couple of scratches on them, whatever, right? But you will get them at a cheaper price. So for example, I've bought a 2021 laptop, um, it's, you know, a two-in-one, it's got an i7 core processor, you know, a really 16 gigabyte RAM. I mean, a really, really impressive laptop, Okay for trading. I bought that with three years guarantee from Dell. So anything goes wrong with it, you know, they can fix it, right? For six hundred and eighty-eight pound. I mean that is fucking fantastic. Because if you bought a new one, it's at least four to five hundred pounds more expensive. So I recommend checking that out. And always for me when I invest in technology, I want it from the actual store. So even if you like, you know, you want to do it your iPhone, like perhaps even go to Apple, like I think it's always great to have that insurance, so that is my top tip, my brother did the same and he suggested it, and then I checked, because on the website it don't really say it, so you've got to google it, you've got to be like Dell outlet, and then I saw that the Dell outlet was actually by Dell itself, not just, you know, second, you know, secondary websites that sold refurbished Dells, um, so yeah, I'd recommend that to save yourself some money. Um, oh, okay. And I also met up with V Friends UK meetup um in Birmingham. That was incredible to be around like-minded people who also love Gary V. And um, one of the people had 13 V friends. I was so fucking happy for him, you know? Like you fucking go. He went all in, he invested, he took that risk, and the reward paid off fucking massively for him. Um, and I think it's tough when like in life when you feel like alone, I do think it is lonely when you're ex- you know it can be lonely when you're extremely ambitious um but it just shows that there are communities out there, so if you really love a speaker or anything like that, it is worth it it's even worth having a v friend just to be around like minded people like next year there's a place called vcon, and you know like this four days event with Gary V and a bunch of people that really love Gary V in order to go to the level that they've invested in this V friend. I mean, you just can't get much better than that. Um so I would recommend, you know, like and even for me, I'm like looking for like minded people. That is a great way of doing it. Um try and find Discord channels and stuff like that and just build connections that way. Um even in even in like the V Friends UK meetup you know, you don't even have to have a V friend. You just go like Gary V. You know, you can join the Discord at any time. Okay, so my next update is I'm starting 75 Hard. I'm doing this with a group of friends, so all from my Beach Body network. So obviously, a lot of them are Beach Body coach or they do Beach Body programs. That's how I started out. Still, Insanity is the one. And, you know, there's a group of eight of us, eight or nine. Uh, where we've got a separate Facebook group and then every day we will check in Um, it's very vital so 75 hard Uh, there is a website where you can download like all the plan it's a completely free program in the UK there is an app which is free to do it as well and it's just all about pushing your mental barriers like I am so ready like I am so sick of my own shit i'm just ready i'm going to turn 30 in january i want to be in the best shape of my life i don't really give a fuck what the best shape of my life is but for me i know in my brain when i'm doing my best i'm feeling my best and that's that's my version of the best shape in my life you know um so i'm re- extremely excited about that um if i fail which i do not fail um i will give up my v friends so big big way usually. um okay and I know a lot of you are like well where is she why isn't she in Vietnam um so obviously due to all this COVID situation and like um travel restrictions and COVID hotels and all these types of things still changing for me that's not the way I like to travel I haven't got the money yet either I'm choosing to invest my money into like NFT you know all this types of stuff trading capital get myself started um instead of doing it if the world was a normal place yes I would be out there but it's not so I've got to work with it not against it so I'm pushing my plans out to next March which I hope the world will be better by then if the world isn't better by then it won't fucking matter because I will have the money um to work with it so that's what I'm doing um and my whole thought my intentional thought about it is well I'm getting fit I'm getting rich I'm gonna get fit I'm gonna get rich that's what I can control so obviously you know I'm doing 75 hard I'm going to the gym after the gym I'm in a sauna I'm going for my walks and then you know I'm doing the time that I would spend on social media I'm using that now to actually search crypto projects um so it's an extremely exciting time um, I would, would I like to be somewhere else, of course I would, but I mean, sometimes life is what it is, and you can decide how it's going to be for you, so, you know, that's one of my longest podcasts yet, um, but I hope there's a lot of value, a lot of knowledge in there, just want to do a quick summary, um, check out um props and drops podcast by Gary V and Matt Kalish, Check out Gary Vaynerchuk's website for his blogs for about four months ago we'll tell you how to set up the wallet, how to buy ETH and all this stuff. There is another cryptocurrency called Sol, um, which does NFTs. I haven't even checked that out myself. Um I'm very re I'm very realistic of staying in my own lane. And there's only so much I can do. Um, You don't even need to do any of this. But it's just a suggestion. Uh, v friends 2 is coming out next year. It'll be under $1,000 each. Save up. Um, when you want to buy a laptop or any type of technology, check the manufacturers. Have they got an actual outlet store and then buy it from them? It it will be cheaper. Um, If you want to find like-minded individuals, try and find a Facebook group or Discord channel and just get involved there. Um, 75 hard is a free program that you can do online he has a great podcast as well which i absolutely love and summary if you cannot travel create a new goal which will benefit you your time of relaxation will come thank you so much for listening i really truly appreciate you um I'm really excited about next month's update i will keep you updated i hope this helped see ya hello my lovely friends so this is a trigger warning for trauma um so i want to talk about my bad data experience because one if anyone's ever been in shock this will help them not feel alone and hopefully it will show that person to fucking drop that guilt and all these questions that you have on yourself you did nothing wrong nothing wrong you do not have to walk around life carrying that bad baggage of that guilt. I promise you. You don't. You just don't. Um and two, it will help as well guys. Um because I think guys these days, you know, are so easy to think the saying, well no means no. And that's enough. Um but the thing is consent is when two people are aware of the situation, not a guy trying to convince a girl. <laughs> It's just like sorry I have a bad sense of humor so I may laugh at some points. um that's just the way I I handle things and clearly handle my trauma this is what it is though I mean um I'm also going to talk about what I did to try and help me get through it because when I was younger I was sexually abused at eight and you know I didn't tell anyone until I was 16 and I still definitely carried around that baggage till at least two years ago when I was like 27 you know and then Last year, I had an OnlyFans scam happen. So someone copied my my HitLife account and tried to pretend I had an OnlyFans. That really upset me. That made me feel very violated. And I allowed it to hold me back for a year of creating content creation and stuff like that. Um, where this time, the date happened. And, you know, as much as my brain wanted to suppress it... um and all this stuff, I decided to process it, so I'm going to walk through all of this, um, and the thing is, we can't change what happens to us, I mean, life will come to all of us, and, but I do think the way to change is by, you know, people talking about it, I do think there is a culture, where if bad things have happened to you, that you don't speak about it, because what will people think, and people will walk up to you, like, I'm sorry, blah, 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 and no one likes to be viewed as a victim. It's just like we need to drop that because I mean, that um that culture is feeding these people that are doing the bad things, knowing that they can get away with it and they will not be held accountable. Um. So again, I'm you to be the change you want to see in the world. So I've been single for about four years. Um, it'll be five years next year. Um. So obviously, you know, I've been looking more you know, for the, for the right one, and, you know, I've been on dating apps for about a year, and I've only been on two dates, so I'm extremely selective, and we have got that type of luck in the family, if some, you know, a bad experience is going to happen, it's going to happen to me, um, which is fine, because clearly I'm fucking can handle it, um, so, you know, this guy never showed any creepiness, um, I'm, he clearly knew exactly what to say, to try and gain my trust, and everything like that, um, you know, we talked about anime travel, when I saw him, we had, like, a picnic, and then we went to the uh, arcades, and we had fun, like, we played, like, you know, basketball, zombie games, and stuff like this, um, you know, I was very upfront, I don't kiss until the third date, when he saw me at first, I gave him a hug, he tried to kiss me on the cheek, I literally did a matrix move, this is what he said, I was very upfront, um, then he said, Oh, you know, you can come back to mine if you want. Um, nothing creepy or anything like that. So, again, I trusted the person. He said nothing creepy. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, trust him. Um, he was a very directory person to the point. He would, like, direct things what to do. And my brain um, definitely got to shock. There was a time that he knew. He said, well, I know I can't kiss you on the lips because, I mean, <laughs> obviously I made it clear, right? Um, so he would, like, try and kiss me on the cheek, Well, you think, okay, right, your brain's like, okay, a kiss on the cheek, right, I'll, I'll allow that, right, um, he's respect my boundaries, I'll allow it, and then he put his, um, his hand over my mouth, and he said, oh, I can't kiss you on the lips, but I'll, you know, and then he tried, he kissed me on the neck, and he didn't just kiss me once, he kissed me, like, ten times, and my whole brain was in, like, complete shock, because I was just like, why are you kissing me on the neck, I don't even want you to kiss me on the lips why are you doing that and it just felt disgusting and like when I talked about it with my life coach she probably said violating yeah it did actually feel violating because it's like oh why are you doing this I don't want this I didn't ask you to do this um but at the time I couldn't say anything because I was just in shock right because my brain was just like why is this person doing this and then the guy pulled down my play suit sleeve thing and then he kissed me on the shoulder and then he tried to kiss me on my other shoulder and then at that point I was like whoa no and I pushed him back with force with my arm and I pinned him down and he smelled at that point, but also when we was like cuddling wherever, he was like pushing his leg hard up against my, you know, wherever downstairs area, and my whole brain could not process that because I mean I'm not being funny. Why would I want to process it? I don't fucking sit at her- When I think of my future, the one, I'm not sitting at fucking home in bed fucking picturing all the things that could go wrong. I mean, it's not a life to be like. And a lot of the time then, this poor girl goes away and she's like, well, why did I let that happen? Why did I let that... Hon, your brain isn't fucking made for that shit. Or even, hen, that I can be a boy girl, they, them, whatever, you know, you're just not, we, you know, as much as we can watch all the horror films, you're just not, you just can't compare for it, right, Um, at that point, the person said no, and then he was just like, oh, you can say if you want, I was just like, yeah, no, but my brain, no one wants to believe something bad has happened to them, that you know, no one wants to believe that, your brain will do anything to try and hide that down, because it's trying to protect you, um, and I think in that situation, I do definitely feel like that guy, like, I, you know, that guy thought he did nothing wrong, because he, in his head, he stopped it, no, but, To me, the damage was done. Like I was just—I made it self very clear. I was in shock. You know, I could go away with all that guilt and blame. Luckily enough, I know I do not carry around guilt for uh, shit other people do. No, I do not. No, sir. Fuck you. Um, you know. And then you know I went downstairs and stuff. But naturally, because your brain don't want you to think you did anything wrong, you know, girls want a fairy tale. Well, I personally do, anyway. So I hugged him, and I gave him a kiss on the cheek, and then I, like, you know, um, even after that situation, right? Uh, Because I was in such shock. And then when I went back to my friend's house, I was in such shock, and I told her about the situation, and she said, oh, well, they've got to try it, haven't they? That's just what guys do. And I don't agree with that. I don't think guys do that. Like, I mean... It'd be a completely different story, right, if me and that guy had conversations and, you know, he kissed me on the cheek, wherever, and I went to kiss him on the... You know what I mean? Like, it's re- extremely different. Like, none of that was consensual, you know? It was just, like, he was trying to push his boundaries and see, but, like... I don't think that's the right culture to have. I don't think that's the right way to get, you know, if you want um casual relationships and be very upfront about it and let the people know, don't try and convince people into it. And like, I don't think, you know, and I was thinking, you know, that could be a person that isn't as strong minded as I am. I mean, I was sexually abused when I was younger. So you think my reaction would be a bit quicker, but it wasn't. Um, you know, and it could have been a lot worse. And per- he could have pushed a person a lot further, you know. And like a lot of people don't want to say no, you know. It's just a very uncomfortable situation to fucking be in because one, you don't fucking expect to be in it. Um. So when I talked to my friend about it, I could tell I was suppressing something. I was just like, "No, he was a nice guy." Blah blah blah. Oh, maybe I'll go on a second. T-. You know all this stuff because no one wants to think something bad's happened to them. And then the day after. I woke up, and obviously, because I've done a lot of life coaching, I think I was just like, yeah, no, I'm going to choose to process this, that, that was a very traumatic experience for me, Um, you know, and everyone may have different reactions to the thing, but listen, right, because people are like, oh, whoa, big whoop, you tried to kiss it, it's not even the fact that, one, I don't give a fuck, big whoop, you tried to kiss at the end of the day, I didn't fucking want it. Yeah, you you can't just go around like having the attitude in life, like where you can just take what you want, it's not a good thing to do. Okay, just dump. Um but yeah, I decided to process the trauma. And when I decided to process the trauma, I went to the shop and I got free chocolate baths. <laughs> um, and it has been tough. It's been a tough week. I've talked about it and I've no I've been extremely proud I talked about it uh when I came home. Um, I talked to my mother about it. Um, Yeah, and I've just really gone all in and talked about it to the point now. It's nowhere near as emotionally charged. It's definitely harder uh, to do on this podcast. But I wanted to talk about it because, one, I know there will be people out there that's been in shock that will carry around all that guilt. So I hope by me sharing, knowing that, oh, well, no, no. I mean that's not my fault that will never be my fault I did nothing wrong that will help that person if they've ever been in shock in any of those situations to let it fucking go to drop that bag to not carry that around you do not deserve to carry that around you did nothing wrong and two um if there are guys out there that does try and push their limits and everything because I do honestly think that that guy felt like he did nothing wrong I do think he, he would feel like he's done no damage or anything. Um, that, you know, please understand that just waiting to, for someone to say no isn't good enough. Like trying to test your limits, trying to push people into things is not good. Honestly, it won't be good for you. It won't be good for that person. It's just not fucking great. um, Because I honestly, I don't think all men or all women or whatever, I don't think that's in everyone. I just don't. I would fucking refuse. If I was, I would aim to be asexual. Not ever want anyone. It is good in the world. um, And free. Even if it, you walk... Like, I know a person that got raped. Or wasn't completely sure that she had raped. But, you know, your brain trying to protect you and suppress it. The day after, she made the person breakfast. And, you know, she went to a museum and carried ha- the hand. Because the thing is, you will, your brain, that's natural for your brain. It will try and cover up to make it out that it never happened. But you know what? don't judge yourself for that that's just your brain trying to look after you um and then the best way then to process the trauma is to literally the only way through it is through it so talk about it um you know talk about it go to a therapist go to a counselor. wherever because to, you know that little thing could really hold you back like my attitude on online dating could be really bad you know I could really carry that through and everything like that but i hope it helps i hope this podcast elites helped one person i hope it was educational um to a point i do think consent needs to be considered um in a different concept other than waiting for someone to say no um did the person did the guy have one or two drinks yes but still is that acceptable no um you know, I think it's a definitely lesson learned for myself. I feel like it happened to me in a way because one, I can talk about it. Um, and two, when I do go off traveling the world, this will definitely make me a lot more wiser, um, and suspicious of other people. And I mean, it was my second date, you know, sometimes people just get bad luck. Um, so yeah, I do hope it helps. You'll never be alone. It's not when I'm here. Thank you. See ya.